When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Searching for something to put a smile back on your face. Just remembering unusual times that can come from an unusual place. You need a partner for the ride, cause everybody needs a climb. So set your worries to the side. Shit 90 Shows Taught Me was not filmed before a live studio audience. Welcome back to Shit 90 Shows Taught Me. I'm Jess Sterling here with my co-host, Sarah Ferguson. Sarah, how are you? Jessica, are you ready to rage in both meetings? Number one, rage with anger and rage as in like having the most hopping party of all time. Definitely, yes. Um, I love that we like, I feel like it was just last podcast that we were like, yes, love season seven. So great, killing it. So many good episodes. And then we got here and I hit play on my Disney plus whatever the hell. And it started the episode and I was like, oh no. Yeah, we've We've been arrived. Seven seasons for this. Did you throw out your uh, television out the door? I was so upset. The entire episode. I was so angry. I was actively angry at the entire episode. And then someone on Twitter. Yeah, I knew you were going to get I'm going to call him out. Yeah, yeah. No, don't, not by name, please. No, no, I don't know what his name is. Okay. I'm just mad at him in general because some guy on Twitter is like, oh, if you're, if being overweight is unhealthy. Like, all right, bro, let me tell you, people have different, but I, I'm going to get into it on the podcast. But anyway, before I get into it, we got to welcome our guest because it's not, it's very unusual for us to have a brand new guest in the final season of Boy Meets World. But this mm-hmm. guy's making the rounds. He's knocking on all the doors of the Boy Meets World podcast being like, hey, have you had me on yet? Yeah. We went on his podcast, Debatable, and now he's on our podcast. Welcome to the podcast. Have fun, Mike. Mike, how hey, are you? I'm all right. How are you? Oh, you know, just always angry. <laughs> <laughs> I feel it. Terminally angry. No, no, Mike, how, as a person that is trying to get onto every Boy Meets World podcast uh, that exists, 
And of course, you're going to be on the great Pod Meets World next week with Danielle Fischel herself. Yeah, I wish. <laughs> um, tell us about your history with Boy Meets World since you're such a lover. Uh, so I've watched Boy Meets World. It has to be from the beginning. I couldn't tell you exactly when. I just know it's always been in my life, it seems like. Um, I have VHS tapes somewhere downstairs in my garage that I had from TGIF uh, recorded. I would put that on for my kid when she'd go to sleep. Uh, I specifically have the one where um, uh, what's Lauren comes back and they hide in the coat. Um, oh, the rain I, episode. That's a good I've episode. Always just it's it's probably my second or third favorite TV show of all time. Always loved Boy Meets World. Uh, unfortunately, I'm a little too much like Corey because of that. Um, yeah, for the better and the worse. <laughs> and uh i'm learning to deal with it so but yes it's just uh, it's always been one of my favorite tv shows and my my i always go to it one of my comfort shows and and i love boy meets world and boy meets world podcast i'm a professional boy meets world podcast listener at this point oh i love that <laughs> <laughs> yeah i think it's it's fun like i think the show right like it it sticks with people like you've said i think that's a very common thing we've heard for all from every guest that we've had on it's just like it is one of those shows that from your childhood that you remember fondly and it's one of those ones that even watching it back now right Sarah like we've spent yeah. seven seasons talking about this show and I think it's it's still fun now there are still lessons to be learned now not all Absolutely. of them hold up but not all of them hold up <laughs> I, I I and you know watching back I I believe I remember every single episode I don't think that there is one episode for me personally where I was thinking oh I don't remember this or like I've never heard this one before or, I, I I don't remember like the beats of this and it's definitely no matter how little or how much you watch Boy Meets World it just really sticks with you and it's because mm -hmm. when they get it right they get it so right but then when they get it wrong they yeah. get it wrong and and that's that's kind of what we're going to be running into with uh season yeah. seven episode 17 she's having my baby back ribs yeah and the title alone the title alone yeah. it's yeah. very it's punny but it's also like horrific yeah and and uh, you know jessica and i have um been you know kind of uh waiting for this for a really long time uh with uh you know a bit of anxiety i mean to be honest with you because i do think that um you know we're going to kind of talk about a lot about like um weight and relationships with food and uh public perception of like body image in the 90s so if any of that like bothers you or triggers you or anything like that just like come back because at least in the next episode we kind of yeah. get off of that a bit but I do think that there's a level of shame that I've held on to when watching this episode as a little girl that looked at Topanga and even Eric and said, like, these are really attractive people. And if they're considered bad and ugly and gross or fat or any of the above, then what does that have to say about me? And I think that, um, even like something as small as like enjoying a piece of pizza shamelessly. Like this is the type of stuff in content uh, and media that we've kind of, uh, you know, held on to from all these years. Yeah. So, so there's, there's going to be a little bit of like not fun content to discuss. And I appreciate you, Mike, for coming on to this episode where it's like not that fun, 
but it is important. Yeah. And you know, this, I normally, I probably would have passed on this episode because it's not one of my favorites, but I did do an episode of boy meets girl meets boy meets world before they finished. And we did the, the episode right before it. So I figured, Oh, you know, why not? Yeah, Why it's not? like a sequel of sorts. Yeah, so that way I can continue yeah. on. <laughs> yeah, I guess like I get it's it's really hard. Like Sarah, you you said a lot of what I was thinking of. Like, gosh, Topanga was think about little girls that grew up watching Topanga and how much they adored her and used her as like a role model of what they wanted to be. Right? They wanted to be intelligent and creative and interesting and unique. And having that character on TV say she's fat over and over again have other people comment on her weight and basically be starving herself to to feel better about herself it's dangerous it is outright dangerous for little girls to be watching shows like that because it definitely affects them it influences them um and it makes them feel terrible and it's obviously this like you know what it does need to be said that like all bodies are beautiful in every way, shape, and form. There is not a single body type out there that is the correct body type, that is the most beautiful body type. Like, everybody is very different and shaped differently, right? Like, some people are tall and lanky like Rachel is, and that's beautiful. Some people are petite, and they carry their weight different places, and that's totally fine. And it really sucks to see someone as beautiful and as, like, confident as we've seen people like Topanga just get to this really low place um, in this episode, especially because like her and Eric both. And it pains me to think about those actors getting this script and reading mm. it and being like, wow, like you think I'm fat. Like that's awful <laughs> to think about, you know? Yeah. Um, and then the other piece of the puzzle is like, we're going to be talking a lot about Topanga, but like Eric was the other piece of this puzzle. Right. And, um, and I think one of the reasons why this episode was created was because, um, was because Wilfred L was very transparent about his weight gain and especially recently. And I've come to realize and learn that Wilfred L had horrible anxiety as a teenager and as a young adult, very, very bad anxiety. He spoke on pod meets worlds, the, you know, the, the, the podcast that Mike is going to be on any minute now. He spoke on Palm Meets World that he had terrible anxiety in the first handful of seasons of Boy Meets World. And he finally got on a medication that worked for him where he wasn't feeling anxious anymore and was able to sleep and had a better life. However, one of the side effects of that was that he gained weight and that it, he attributes his weight gain in the later seasons to the fact that he got onto a medication regimen that worked best for him. And, um, and obviously he was very aware of that. And then he's met with uh, this type of episode, which maybe he was or was not, privy to prior to them writing it and uh, it, it must have not felt great i don't know yeah yeah um let's let's dive in because i think a lot of our conversations will kind of like evolve naturally through talking through the the episode um but yeah if 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 it is something that like anybody's uncomfortable listening to because this can be a really triggering topic for people like i would recommend you just you just skip right past it blow, blow it off and get us get us on the next episode um after this one 
Um, so we start off the episode in the student lounge where Jack, Rachel, and Angela are kind of all talking about their bodies, right? So Jack is like bragging about his 6% body fat. Again, Jack has replaced Eric as the heartthrob, as the hunk, um, as the good looking guy, right? On the pod or on the, on the show. Um, and, uh, like it's, there's a big pizza sitting there and Topanga's just like watching. She's eating a slice and she's watching them talk and poke at Jack's abs. And Topanga says, oh, come on. There's like a full pizza here. You're like so hung up on your bodies. And like none of them want to eat any pizza. And they're all, it really, it, oh my God, I felt so bad for Topanga in this moment because they're all like complimenting each other. It's like a compliment circle of like, oh my God, Rachel, no, you're the most beautiful. Oh my God, no, Angela, like you're the most beautiful. Like I could never be as skinny as you. And like, Sarah, not a single one of them compliments Topanga. And it honestly pained me. It physically pained me watching it. Yeah, I wonder I wonder why. And it's not because Topanga is not beautiful. Like they all think that Topanga is beautiful. But for whatever reason, she got left out of this conversation i mean like do you have any idea mike like why this was going this whole thing was going on i would assume they all think that she's perfect as it is uh and they didn't need to compliment her that's just giving them the benefit of the doubt and jack's just self-absorbed so <laughs> i would have been eating the pizza so that honestly that's what my eyes were on a thousand percent you put a pizza there i'm yeah, eating you, pizza uh, did the exactly. pizza look good it kind of looked like Domino's pizza. It, yeah, it didn't look good, but a pizza's a pizza. So yes, it is. I'm is it, it anyway. that all pizza is good pizza? Even the worst pizza. I I have had a, a pizza one from a place around here that I kind of won't ever eat again. Um, <laughs> How do you mess it up? So the way that all right. So the way that they do it is they put they put all their toppings underneath the cheese, and that. What? ruins the toppings and it also what it kind it, of nonsense it, is that when it when it gets cold like it just gets hard and it's disgusting i don't know it's just it, so i'm originally from buffalo and i new york and i fully believe buffalo new york has the, the greatest pizza in the world period um so when i came here that was one of the first ones we had and it was disgusting like where are you where are you at now uh canton ohio oh yeah, just I go back. Just leave. Unfortunately, I'm, I'm. I have to stay here now, but that's a whole other thing. Yeah, I think like the thing, like you said, pizza is pizza, and you got you got to eat the pizza. And I think it makes it worse that like none of them eat this pizza, and so Topanga's just left feeling like really like bad about herself. Um, but I do. I have to say, um. I really loved Corey in this specific moment because he's just watching Topanga eat and he's like, oh, she's so gorgeous. Like I could watch her eat pizza forever. Like I just, I was like so sweet because again, like eating pizza is not like a sexy thing. It's not like a, oh, she's bending over to pick up that pen. It's like, no, she's eating pizza. Like, it's, But the way he treats it is very sweet that he finds her so attractive that like it's adorable the way she's eating the pizza. Um, he he just loves her so much that like anything that she does is perfect to him and that's the way love really should be like obviously not like if if you know if the guy i love is like throwing spaghetti sauce all over my house like it's not attractive right but like you know the little things right the little things are attractive yeah um so eric comes in and oh my god i'm just imagining like wilfred all getting this freaking script he has this like sandwich like the sub in his hand 
and he comes and he's wearing these khakis and he like unbuttons his pants to sit on the couch. Like we've all been there, right? Like I haven't worn jeans in like three years, but like, I do remember the days of like, you have a food baby and you like, you got to unbutton Mike. Like there's just no space. There's no stretch. Uh, Yeah. Well, that's why I buy jeans from old Navy because they give the stretch, but yeah. Yeah, I've done that. Thanksgiving's coming up. I'm definitely going to be doing that. (laughs) Who's wearing the jeans on Thanksgiving? Now that's wild. Uh, A monster. When when I'd have to go places, I would. I don't think I will be this year. I think I could just wear my my, uh, Zubas. Um, But normally, if I went out, I'd I'd have to wear jeans. Mm. Yeah, see, we're lucky. Like, I feel like um, when it comes to, like, men or women or you know i feel like we get a little lucky in that like we can dress up in other ways that don't involve pants and that allow for more give without getting you know ridiculed i would say like wear what you want to wear you know what i mean but like i feel like men are always supposed to wear these like dress pants and button down shirt and tie um where i'm like you got a dress you got all the give in the world baby you got space you got options um so he unbuttons his pants and they, again, they talk about the freshman 15, which is like a very well known Sarah. Like everybody knows if you go away to college, you're like, you're mm-hmm. on your own for the first time. You're eating whatever you want, whenever you want. Right. You're probably you... not making healthy decisions. Correct. Yeah. And so people tend to gain weight when they go away to college. Yeah. They didn't tell me that would last into my thirties though. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah. Yeah. Is actually, is that the excuse? Like, oh, yeah, it's just just the freshman 15, like 15 years later. It's fine. (laughs) Yeah. 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 15 years. It's more to love. Sure. Um, But they connect because Eric, like, feels very flabby he says and you hear what he says about like oh jack is the heartthrob now right like it's very much they're playing it up that like okay jack has replaced eric as the heartthrob and um and topanga is just like oh i feel fat and so they come up with this plan they're gonna give each other moral support so they're on this diet basically together um but they're not gonna tell anybody they're gonna keep this a secret right and mike this was one of the reasons why this I thought this episode was just like particularly triggering because I remember being in high school and back then it was like there was <laughs> there were always these like diet fads, right? There was like Atkins, there was Weight Watchers, there was like all these like Slim Fast. Slim Fast. Yeah, there was all these like named Jenny Craig. There's like like named diet fads. But it was always so embarrassing to be on one. And so you would have to hide that you were on it. And I remember being in high school and being on a diet and trying to hide it from my friends because I found it so embarrassing. And again, it's very different nowadays, right? Like people don't – it's instead of dieting, most people like change their eating habits, right? Mm -hmm. But I found this fact that they were hiding it and keeping it a secret like so triggering and bringing me back to like such a bad place from when I was in high school. Yeah, I I never I could say at least in high school I didn't I never had that problem uh, as far as dieting. Um, I did have to do a, a little bit different where when I was old uh, a few years ago I had to I had to actually gain weight and mm. that was hard to explain to people. So it was kind yeah. of the same thing. It's like people are like, oh, why are you complaining? You have to gain weight. It was also pretty hard, especially when you know you're sick. So like. 
having to tell people that so you know was pretty difficult uh because then people would look at me look at me weird yeah it goes both ways where you shouldn't be commenting on people's bodies whether or not you think they're too skinny or too fat or whatever it's really not your business because you have absolutely no idea what anybody's going through or why it is that they're eating the way they are it's just like not for someone to comment on you know sarah Mm -hmm. Yeah, absolutely. It's funny, like that you mentioned uh, the the shame thing because the thing that stuck out with me is I remember, I like one of my graduations, like either high school or middle school graduation, I wore um, shapewear, which everybody yeah. wears shapewear right now. Like, yes, you know, Banks, Kim come Kardashian on. made her skims like an entire empire around shapewear. Of course, Spanx, as you mentioned. But like back in the day, you called it like a girdle and there was nothing worse and nothing more embarrassing than having to wear a girdle. And it's just so yeah. funny because like right now, like the um, shapewear industry is like a billion dollar industry. But back in the day, there was just so much shame to it. Mm-hmm. So, um, yeah, they, they decide that they're going on the diet. And then um, we kind of get like Topanga in the next scene in the Corey and Topanga apartment. Um, Topanga is still kind of spiraling about her weight and gaining weight. And she's trying to put on these pair of pants that she's not fitting so well. And we've all this, especially this scene where she lays on the bed on her back to zip up her pants. Gosh, I remember doing that in high school. I remember doing that and feeling awful, right? Like you have to lay down to zip your pants up. And it, of course, they're like, oh, the joke is that they're like Corey's pants. Yeah. I will say one of the funniest um, or like a funny line that has stuck with me that is from this episode is Corey's um, displeasure on Topanga stealing his pants and being <laughs> yeah. a pants stealer. Like, Mike, can we at least appreciate the pants stealing joke? Uh, I just love anytime Corey has to say pants or underpants. Yeah. Yes. Uh, it's just the greatest thing. She's got my pants. Got my pants. Uh, <laughs> why, why would she steal my pants? Yeah, she I, took my pants. I did want to say something about the last scene. Um, when Eric shoves the entire pizza in his mouth, that's impressive. Mm. It was like that was, was a impressive. lot talent. Like, and he probably had to do that take a few times. I couldn't do that. A one, I think it's a one and done. Kind of like how Topanga only had one take to cut her hair in Hair Today, Goon Tomorrow. Mm. Like, don't you think, like, you have one pizza to eat. Right. That's it. Don't yeah. mess it up. I would definitely gag. There's absolutely no way I could stick that whole piece of pizza in my mouth. So it's funny that you bring that up. That that was the episode I was just listening to today from you guys. That's from where us? I'm at. Yeah, that's where I'm, I'm at with uh, on my, my listen through for you guys. Oh, how are we is... doing? And the uh, <laughs> right now that I'm getting caught up, it's, it's great. Like. When I, I listen to a lot of podcasts, when I start over, it's like so far in the past. But mm-hmm. you guys are doing great. Like, it came out before Pod Meets World, so you guys bring up things that now I know about because they talk I about know. it, and it's just like I I know like, and then I get confused because I also listened to your last episode as well today, and I was like, my time the time is just all messed up in my head. <laughs> your brain you're, is getting very confused at what timeline you're on. <laughs> Um, but yeah, so throughout all of this, like Topanga says, she doesn't want her like waffles with butter and syrup and, uh, and Corey's confused. He's like, you don't want sex. You're not hungry. Like, and she says she's feeling nauseous. 
And so, of course, then we have Corey sitting in bed with Sean, who um he now is he's keeping the goatee, Sarah. That's a thing that's happening. Oh, yeah. So in the last episode, we had the flash forward and uh Sean had a goatee, and we're like, okay, like this is a nice, I don't know, stick on goatee. No, I guess this is real goatee because now he's a man that wears a goatee. Yeah. He's sophisticated now. He's that's, sophisticated. That's Yes, yeah. all men that have goatees are very And he has the short hair too. Like it's a very yes. big, I will say, a very Check. drastic change for the yeah. character of Sean he Hunter in the final season. 10 years older, right? He really does look older, a lot older. I never liked that look on Sean, I'll be honest. I, I think it fits I think it fits, but like I think it really does feel like an older version of Sean. Like it doesn't feel like present Sean. This feels like what Sean should look like 5 years from now. You know what I mean? Like mid 20s. Right right yeah um so <laughs> i love that topanga didn't take the waffles and but sean does get the waffles <laughs> and they're so light and fluffy i love and it, can i also just say i love that they're laying in bed together they're not sitting on the couch in the living room. <laughs> i think why would you want to do that the, the under the covers is very comfy because yeah they're comfortable together we've always we've long said mike that we enjoy that this friendship they're totally comfortable with each other 100 percent, and like very emotionally invested and they're they're not afraid to admit it and i love that that uh, I'll, i've done this many times especially with my best friend who is also named sean we have laid in the same bed uh mm -hmm. just hung out for like absolutely no reason just no problems yeah it's I, it's adorable and like they're tr they're talking about topanga and trying to be like okay why is she doing this sean right away is like well she's tired she has no appetite she's cranky she's nauseous she can't fit into your pants and again we get the cory bit of like and she stole them <laughs> um and uh, I love, I love, like, just the stupidity of Corey sometimes, where Sean's like, how would you feel two big waffles got slathered in butter and made a little waffle? And he's like, oh, I see. You want seconds. <laughs> Which I also, like, I think it's adorable that, um, that Corey makes Sean waffles. Like, it's just, right. it's so cute to me. I don't he know. He needed to make somebody a waffle. Like, mm -hmm. he was just ready for it. He's yeah. very generous. Such a good friend. Yeah. Sarah, would you make me, me waffles? Oh yeah, I'm, I have a we have a really good waffle, a Belgian waffle maker here. I can make you a waffle, Amazing. no problem. Yeah, of course. Um, in bed, if you'd like. <laughs> I would love to lay in bed with you and eat some waffles. <laughs> I don't. I, okay, I, I gotta say, like, I don't. I. You're not a in bed as, eater. As much as that sounds nice, like not syrup in the bed. That's gonna oh, be a what mess. if it gets sticky and gross? It's gonna get so sticky. Yeah, syrup gets everywhere. Machine wash it it's yeah but like that's my pet peeve about syrup is like there's no way that to like get it on the pancake or on the food that you're eating and not get it somewhere on like the fork and then it gets on your hand every time it happens every time this is unrelated well, it's, it's related but unrelated my kid does not eat syrup she doesn't like syrup i don't know she likes sugar but she does not like syrup is it because it's I sticky? I no, she just doesn't like it. It just I don't know what it is. I can't figure it out or when it happened. She just doesn't like syrup. Have you tried giving giving her like the legit syrup? Like she just doesn't yeah, she just doesn't like syrup. 
I, I think tried. she's broken. I think she's had it once, and she was like, it's all right, but she prefers it without syrup. I mean, you know what? Her probably She's probably better off, honestly, because you're going to save your money, like dentist money on like cavities, yeah, probably. You know, I've got orthodontist bills coming up. So oh, well, we'll there see. you go. Uh, um, <laughs> we got to start that soon. The kid, the, the kid needs braces and doesn't need syrup? Yeah. Yeah. Well, I don't even think she needs braces. I don't know what they're talking about. Like, I, her teeth look fine. Every kid needs braces. That's the thing. That's how I, they get you. Because every I kid needs braces, braces. And I absolutely hated it. <laughs> yeah, I did too. They were terrible. Um, and so uh we so Corey starts freaking out when Sean says pregnant. And he's like, wait, but we did we did all of the right things. Um, and uh and yeah, like the thing is, is he's like, Okay, well, maybe you should like talk to your wife. Uh, and find yeah. out what's really going on. Oh, yeah. That's very sound advice that should be a no-brainer. Yeah. Why don't we, I don't know, ask Topanga, hey, honey, what's going you okay? on? You yeah, why'd you take right? my pants? That makes why'd too you... much sense. <laughs> it makes too much sense. <laughs> and I love, I love where he's like, okay, go find out what's going on. He's like, okay, give me your pants. It's <laughs> 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 like, so, do you have one pair of pants? That's probably why why they were in the bed, so he can cover up because he wasn't wearing pants. Yeah, Yeah. he had on, like, pajama pants, which, honestly, like, people would go out in those nowadays. They're just, like, plaid. They're flannel. I I go out in my Zubas, which are... What is a Zuba? All right, so they're... they're, I'll just show you, but they're sweatpants. A fashion show. Oh! Oh! I am am a Buffalo Bills fan, which is a football team. Um, I, that was insulting, frankly. Like we, do, I live in New York. Thank you very much. Yeah, well, still, Zuba pants, know. but Zubas, yeah, Zubas. Uh, I grew up with Zuba, like my, with everyone wearing Zubas, and you know, if you want look at a lot of the Bills stuff, you see like the they're like zebra print. Yeah, they're the very fun. Cup. I love them. I I have three pairs of of my Bills ones, so they're red, black, or red, blue, and white. The red, white, and blue, and then I own. Two other that, I think two other that are not the uh, bills. Uh, oh, they but... have. Um, oh wait, no, that's blue and gold. I thought it was purple and gold. Um, are these like the male of uh, the male equivalents to um, like leggings? Uh, they're like baggy though. Yeah, they're like bag, really baggy, like almost like jogging pants, like no. sweatpant material. Uh, but I wear them everywhere, especially on Sundays. They really are like a fashion statement because yeah. it, they're not black. Like they're full on like zebra stripes yeah. in all different colors. It's, it's essentially my identity at this point. I mean, yeah. I don't think it's a bad identity to have, to be honest. It they could be worse. became popular in the 1990s. So you are yeah. on <gasps> brand. Sounds about right. Truly my dad on brand. Wore his pair. My, my, my dad would always have a pair. And when I was old enough to finally figure it out i bought as many as i could possibly find <laughs> that's amazing wow. i love that that's like that's fun See, have, if like you, a thing if you didn't want to be a zebra um you could they also sell a solid black option but that's you, such a boring yeah, option you zebra you got you got if you're gonna wear zubas you gotta wear oh they have zebra. a purple black gold combo get it that get kind it, of reminds me of do you remember the cup that was like blue and purple with the zigzag. Yes. It kind of looks like that. It says I, it's camo, but it kind of looks like that. I used to have a, a like a shirt that had that design on it. It, it yes. It was the most uncom- one of the most uncomfortable shirts I ever had. <laughs> but I owned it for a little while. I think I sold it for like twenty bucks. Oh my god! I bought it for like five at 
at uh, wow goodwill. like a goodwill or something yeah. wow look at you making a buck um so then we're back at the student lounge and we're back with topanga and eric and eric is really struggling here he wants danishes um and um eric he's like i can't i can't do this women reject me based on who i am not what i look like and Topanga dreams about, and this, I think this is also a common thing, Sarah, where Topanga dreams about being as like slender as she was the day Corey met her, which yeah. if mean, we're going by the, yeah, exactly. If we're going by the, what the show wants us to think she was two years old and there's zero chance it's going to happen. Yeah. Or she was a 11 year old girl who was also a child. Yeah. Yeah. So. And the thing is, is uh bodies change like just like uh, without needing i feel like i don't need to say that but maybe i should for the people in the back bodies change a lot as you grow and develop and um yeah like your hormones change right like your metabolism slows as you age it's totally fine to like buy my advice has always been like if you feel uncomfortable like in what in your clothes in your body like make sure you buying clothes that fit like just make sure you're like you know what? Uh-huh. Go up a size. Don't look at the number on the tag. Put the clothes on and see if they fit. And if you feel comfortable in them, like wear them. You shouldn't yeah. be like aiming for like a, oh my God, I wish I was a size eight or whatever size you want to be. It's more about like the look and the fit and how you feel in the clothes yeah. than it is the number totally. on the tag on the clothes. Also, they've been dressing Topanga like a freaking, I don't know, like a realtor like a realtor like a realtor or i don't know kind of like pam beasley just like terrible like drab very drab clothing so maybe topanga just needs a stylist that's it It, it, i mean we're talking late 90s there wasn't much to go for right as an adult yeah I was I was at this time I was like ten years old, so my fashion sense would not have been anywhere near what it probably actually was. Uh, yeah, in the late nineties, early two thousands. Yeah, yeah. Well, um, so um, so what? We're we're back into the the good old uh, student union, our favorite place to be. Yeah, Eric is rubbing Topanga's tummy, and Corey sees this. <laughs> And of course, it leads to even more confusion and questions. Um, and uh, and the first thing Eric says is, "You smell like chicken." Don't change change the subject. <laughs> this is very like, Three's Company. This episode, like misunderstanding, very Three's Company. Yes. Is this where she smells the Danish, or is that later? Yeah, she smells the Danish smells, in this part. Of course, there's Danish. There's literally a, a coffee bar with baked goods right there right there yeah right there you see it like right there i was like i see the danish mm-hmm. i had a danish today it was very I good Danishes. i've never had a danish before you've had a danish before i don't know girl you know you don't like cheese but cheese danishes are seriously oh, oh <laughs> love a cheese danish i'm here for it yeah um so there's like you said sarah very three's company where uh eric is saying oh your waffles and butter did this to her um (laughs) why would topanga confide in you instead of her own husband because she knew how you'd react uh oh my life is over that's like that's why she came to me 
Um, and we talk, he talks about like, oh, you've been in this situation before. And it's like the whole joke of like, oh, mom and dad knew. Oh, they thought it was kind of funny. Like, it's all very, again, I, like for me, this is the, like the, the last thing I think, like, I just don't think this kind of misunderstanding stuff is as funny anymore. Um, it, I did laugh at the, the mom and dad knew all the, <laughs> I actually really love this misunderstanding. Like it's one of my favorite tropes. I find that every time i see it like the just the misunderstanding great comedy trope you can go to it anytime especially with with this kind of plot it's it's fantastic yeah i think that like i think that it could have worked for me if it didn't have the element of like what it actually becomes but yeah like totally i think that it's a yeah. very it's a sitcom trope like uh, between you know it's just one of those misunderstandings and like yeah. people are talking kind of in circles which kind of just um makes the confusion even worse so um yeah I, it's just and it, it's so funny because in this universe the world is just so small that it go, it escalates so fast that by the time Corey w goes to talk to his parents they already know plus Mr. Feeney already knows well yeah because what happens is I guess like if we're gonna have a, a misunderstanding episode it makes the most sense that it would be Corey who like doesn't validate that this is correct information he jumps to conclusions and he freaks out. He tells Sean, who tells Angela, who tells Rachel. It's like it, and it's it's really upsetting because like Topanga isn't even pregnant, and like I would hate to have a rumor going around that I was pregnant if I wasn't. Like it's mm -hmm. awful. Yeah. Um. And so then Jack is telling some rando about like a billionaire paying for this baby or something, <laughs> and then but yeah, like you said, by the time that Corey gets to the Matthews house, they've already heard about all of this. Because Mr. Feeney told them. <laughs> he said, my wife was at the grocery store and she heard it from the produce lady. <laughs> How did Topanga not catch a whiff of it beforehand? Like, it sounds like yeah. it got around pretty quickly and everyone knows. Even people who didn't know who Corey and Topanga were. Yeah. Yeah, there's not even Gossip Girl in this universe. <laughs> like, how did it get around so quick? Yeah. Yeah. It. Uh, it none of this makes a ton of sense um but yeah and they're like oh so that's why they got married and then they're like oh she's having twins like it's it's this whole it's this whole thing um and uh and yeah Corey's all upset and I think they th they're like they also misunderstood and they said do you know it's going to be difficult to raise a 14 year old Chinese boy in a college dorm do you even speak Mandarin and it's like what has this rumor turned into it, that's a great I I wish I could see the evolution of this rumor. Because... Yeah, we need to see the telephone tag of of this. It's oh, always yeah. uh it, it this is just like rumors just like expand and expand, but this is it's quite silly. Yeah. It, it, that goes pretty far. Yeah. It, it That goes the farthest. And I don't know how you can get it that misconstrued. It just sounds like people just decided to start making stuff up. Yeah. Like, oh, really yeah. We're just going. I mean, I feel like this could happen, though, Sarah. We're like, mm -hmm. you hear one thing and you're like, you know what? It doesn't even sound that interesting. I'm going to put a little twist on it. <laughs> I've never done that, Jess. Like, you can't just make up rumors. That's literally how rumors start. <laughs> what are you talking about? <laughs> um, and as if I didn't already um, hate this episode enough, um, Alan gets very preachy. 
and he says like oh don't you remember like how di- he's all angry with Corey, and he, don't you remember how difficult it was uh when you had eric and she says when we had eric and he says whatever i mean we had no money and you never got your figure back oh, and i was like what i groan at that every time Amy it. looks spectacular. She always well, has Do you remember that is- red dress that she wore in like the first or second season? She looked well, like a smoke show. The thing is, is Ellen, I'd like to see you carry a child to term and have sure. your body not change whatsoever. He deserved to get smacked. Like he deserved to get at least like a smack in the head, which I feel like she used to do. But she, she used to do, do that, that a lot. She that was her that thing to do. Yeah, was that was do a little too smack move. in the head. But he like he deserved it. This is terrible. Like, first of all, like it's she has had four children, four children thanks to your penis, sir. She has carried four of your children and birthed four of your children. Who gives a single fuck what her body looks like because it has done four magnificent things. I mean, uh, yeah. Uh, so. <laughs> My whole thing is, with with the freak out is they're adults, they're married. People in that that college have children. Yeah, the people next door. Yes, that's correct. It's doable. It's. I understand that he wants you know Alan's all hands off and won't give him help for anything, but it's doable. And even if she was, it would not have been that big of a deal. It's not a life ruining event. They're not in high school anymore, and he overreacted. Yeah. Well, yeah, and I understand why he reacted the way he did because, like, they're in college, and like, it's if she is pregnant, it's going to be difficult for them, right? But like, who are you helping by yelling at him? Like, this isn't helping anybody to get upset. You know what I mean? Like it's 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 you know it's the if 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 it did happen and she was pregnant, it's like well, what are you gonna do now? Like you know what I mean? Like it, it already happened, right? And but also was he expecting his college son, college age son who is married, not to have sex? Yeah, I don't I don't, I don't understand. Like I don't yeah. get it. At that point, it's on him. Don't get mad. Just be like, oh man, what can I do to help? Yeah. I mean, there's an element of, like, this show, even in the prom episode, has never addressed um, ways of to prevent. It's not like what we saw in Dawson's Creek, where um, Dawson, like, went and, like, went and bought condoms and was talking about how to prevent pregnancy or anything like that. Like, the show never really did that. Yeah. Yeah. That was a big problem with the prom episode that... I know that they even, I think they even Danielle Fishel had a problem with. Yeah. Which yeah. I never really thought about when we were covering the prom episode, but it's like a good, it's a good point. Like they're talking about having sex, but they like Topanga didn't talk about going to get birth control. Like they never yeah, the, like the, went to go get condoms. Like the contraceptive was never mentioned, which no. it definitely should have been. But no. I mean, and then like there's um a layer of like how they addressed it in this episode. They didn't even. It was kind of like they don't say the words. It's like, oh, did she take? Yes. Did you use? Yes. Yeah. Because it's a family show. Michael Jacob, right? Michael Jacobs thinks the stuff is icky or something. I I don't understand. 
Well, they they think it it could also be it really it could be a studio decision. Like it could be like ABC was like, Mm-mm, you're not going to say, say that on our show. They could say sex. They could yeah, say well, that of course, sex. Like yeah. he straight says sex earlier in the episode. It's yeah, you know. So you can't have it both ways. Yeah. And so Eric barges in during all of this and he accuses them of causing him to have weight issues because he wasn't breastfed, Um, which, okay, so this is the convoluting everything again. Um, And yeah, and Corey's like, listen, I have real problems here. Um, It's just like, it's all so much. Um, and Alan is talking about how, listen, like we had this, we were just as scared as you were. We had each other and we got through it. Um, and, uh, and yeah, they're like, listen, you're not alone. Like we're here for you. This is like, you know, you're going to be a father, blah, blah, blah. And all of this, all of this is like, where the fuck is Topanga? Like, why is anybody having this conversation without confirmation from her? Where is she? I imagine she's in class. But really, where is she? <laughs> the only yeah. one that goes to school out of the entire bunch. That's a great point. The yeah. school and must be close to their house. Has to be. Oh, but they live close by for sure. This is not like, this is a commuter college. Definitely. Yeah. Um, But also, again, and I know this is not that show, but like no other options were even discussed. It was like, oh, she's having a baby. Okay, so obviously they're going to keep it. You know what I mean? Like there's no question of like, there's no even mention adoption, abortion. None of those words never mentioned. Um, it's just assumed like, oh, you're married. You have to keep the baby, which again, not true at all. Um, so Corey goes to Sean and he's just like, oh, I'm going to do the right thing. Um, you know what? I can't wait to talk her. I'm going to. Okay. Oh, this is the worst idea ever. I'm going to show her how happy I am about all of this, Mike, by throwing her the biggest surprise unplanned baby shower anyone's ever seen. So first off, it's they it, if she is pregnant, we're like a month in mm-hmm. if even it's way too early for a baby shower. Mm-hmm. Yes, that's yep. true. Does it make sense? Usually their baby shower is like eight months in. Like it is not the first yeah, month. When you find everything out and you're at, you have a registry and and people know and you know there you know complications etc. Then you have a baby shower. Right. Yeah. It's um. I, I think like Corey wanted to have the moment where it's so uncommon for a man to like announce it before the woman does, and I think that he wanted to have the edge to be like. I'm going to do something big for Topanga. Like I'm going to surprise her instead of she's surprising me. And it is very like Corey to like, just throw this random party. I'm thinking back to what was it? Like, didn't he throw his mom a baby shower? The worst baby shower ever. Yes. It was the absolute worst baby. Why is he doing this to us again? We lived through one of your baby showers, Corey. It was fucking (laughs) terrible. I know we're not on the next episode yet, but he was able to get all these people to come to this party. <laughs> That's <laughs> true. How did that happen? It's true. Oh, I know why. They didn't go to the next party because they're like, wait, the last party we went to was a freaking disaster. <laughs> yeah, it was a party like a week ago. Yeah, and it was <laughs> no baby shower parties. and the girl wasn't even pregnant. Yeah. <laughs> um. So now we have Angela going up to uh going up to Topanga. And again, a very Three's Company-esque type of thing where there's a misunderstanding. She says Topanga looks like she's glowing. And Topanga's, like, very confused. She's like, Rachel said the same thing. 
And Topanga's like, we're all very happy for you. And of course, Topanga misunderstands and thinks that she's talking about like, oh, why can't you can already tell by looking at me? She's like, I know it's, you know, I, I, yes, we can. She's like, um, oh, can I, I know it's supposed to be a feat of like a secret, but can I feel it? And so she puts her hand on Topanga's stomach again, even if Topanga was pregnant, she is not pregnant enough to feel fucking anything at this point. Like there's yeah. nothing there. There's nothing there. It's a clump of cells still. Um, it's also been three days. So do her and Corey just not talk? I guess all? not. Just. Not like I don't know how on the inside Corey would be bursting at the seams like right. I don't oh, understand yeah. no way they go home and not talk about what's going on like hey yeah you're kind of snappy you're not eating what's up yes and the thing is is like so then she says like oh I've only been dieting for three days I can't believe you can notice a difference already and Angela's like okay also this is also untrue Angela wouldn't know that because you know but like oh you can't be on a diet when you're pregnant that's not true. You can change your eating habits yeah. when you're pregnant. Um, and she's like, I'm not pregnant. And Angela's like, wait, what? And then, of course, Topanga walks into the student lounge and everyone, surprise, like, oh, my God, I would die, like, absolutely die, Sarah, because mm -hmm. this is a very this is a very common, like, joke thing now where it's like never ever ask a woman like oh when are you due when's the right. baby you right. don't know if she's fucking pregnant you have absolutely no idea never ask a woman that and so to like this show takes it like 90 steps further than that you know what I, I know mean? I know but let's let's like try to lean in like this is like uh ridiculous and stupid but um I, I you know let's talk about the good things like all the presents that she got i love presents she gets Fish. a onesie she gets a vcr it was oh. a dvd player right oh yeah DVD, dvd player and it wasn't even in a so box early like this is yeah. 2000 so that's an early dvd player. and it's yeah DVD player, DVD player, DVD player. Until like 2003 jack used his uh trust money for that gift nana boo boo is finally there i'm so excited She's to see Nana clinging to life she is not that woman is that's very what they nasty. said <laughs> and they're like, listen, the reason she's been clinging to life is to spoil her great, great grandchild with a check. And it's not even Mike. It is not even just a normal check. They got the big check. The big check. <laughs> right. <laughs> For 75 grand. Are you $75,000. Yeah. It's um dated February 25th, 2000. It says Nana Boo Boo. She lives on um, 479, I think, like, North Walnut, Walnut Lane. Walnut Lane. Walnut yeah. Lane, Philadelphia, Pennsylvania. She signs it Nana Boo Boo. Yeah, um, Mike, do you have any guesses wow. as to what 75 grand in 2000 would be today oh, with inflation? Uh, 93. Sarah, any guesses? Um, I'm going to say 89. 129. Whoa! Yes. Nana Boo Boo. I would have, yeah, you could definitely get a house with that. And <laughs> yeah. honestly, honestly, I would have, I would, if I was the Panga, I would have pulled Corey aside and been like, here's the plan. <laughs> here's the plan. <laughs> trick your dying we're Nana Boo Boo. Getting this money. Like, <laughs> we're getting this money. Like, that, mm -hmm. that's that. Like, it's not slipping out of my hands at no. that point. We're, we're going to come up with a scheme. We're in on this and we'll deal with <laughs> yeah. the consequences later. Let's uh, adopt that 14-year-old right about now. <laughs> right. Truly. 
Um, oh, yeah, God. I think that Nana Boo Boo is very generous. Yeah, and Topanga, like, is so happy. Again, I think she's most happy about the DVD player, like, more than even the 75 grand. But she's just like, she's like, oh, thank you, everyone, so much. And Angela's like, you're not pregnant, though. She's like, I could be pregnant. And she's like, if you watch the scene where, like, Corey is, like, snuggling her stomach, she's, like, lovingly petting the DVD player. (laughs) (laughs) How much would you have offered Angela to be quiet? I'd at least tip her off for a grand. Yeah, you got to give her like at least a grand. No, she gets. Listen, three grand, man. No, 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 no. She gets Thursdays with the DVD player. That's all she gets. (laughs) Nah, like, they're friends enough. Just just give her a little. You you can afford a little bit. Yeah. At that point. (laughs) Oh, my God. You're pregnant. I get it. Yeah. Um, I I would be a friend and and, uh, go along with it go along with it yeah i'm not going to be the morals police like if no, you want to be a dirty liar that's on you that's your I'm karma not mine for it yeah <laughs> i i can be bought it's just that simple <laughs> um so this is the moment when like finally reach or um angela gets into topanga's head and Corey is going on and on about how great this baby's gonna be and topanga's just like listen i'm actually not pregnant there's like nothing there's there's nothing in there um and so she announces it to the whole group um and everyone's like wait what what's going on and so they admit like yeah it was eric and i were on a diet this whole time um and poor eric is like again he's like off in the background i really i really like they use him so like as one note in this episode all he's doing like the entire episode just like shoving food in his face and it was like just so over the top yeah yeah, and uh, even Sean's feeling like a little bit of responsibility because he was the one that started the rumor in a way. Uh, he started the rumor. It it was Sean. He should not have said anything to Angela. Mm-hmm. That's he true. Should've, he should have let Corey Topanga do it. And that's, that's true. It's, it's, yeah, I'm not saying it's all Sean's fault, but it's a good majority Sean's fault. Yeah. Because, yes, Corey freaked out, but... Corey could have kept it contained. Sean did not. Sean did yeah. not care. He spread the rumor. You're right. He did. So, um, yeah. Uh, then uh, we get, uh, like, you know, sweet words from Corey. Like, you know, you don't have to think about that. I love you. Like, any which way you are. Yada, yada, yeah. yada. People start yeah. comforting her. And they're like, oh, I wish I had your curves. I wish that I looked like you. Where was that two, three days ago? That's what I'm saying. Like, because, like, you know, this is a lot of as a result of, like, the conversation she sees between Rachel, Angela, and Jack. Because she said, it's embarrassing not to be the tall one or the skinny one or the one with 8% body fat. And, of fucking course, Jack's to be like, it sinks. And, yeah, like, she said, uh, uh, Topanga says, the funny thing is, when all of you guys started treating me differently, I thought it was because I was skinnier. Um. And yeah, it's just, and, and even Eric is just like, oh, I don't think you're fat. I just told you you were fat, so you'd give me your pizza, which is terrible, but like, I, I get the joke. My, I, my, my girlfriend and I were watching it today. She's our first time ever watching it. She's watched episodes here and there. Mm-hmm. Um, she didn't watch it growing up. And from the beginning, she, you know, she was like this, you know, talking about how this episode sounds like it's going to be terrible, et cetera. And I was, she, and I was just like, look. The whole thing, he's not, he doesn't really think she's fat. He just wants her pizza. 
that's the joke. So I had to spoil the joke early, mm-hmm. um, which I think helped a little bit. I think this this episode would have been better if the audience also thought Topanga was pregnant. So hmm. if if they left it, so if they never had Eric involved, um, specifically in that, uh, and then knowing that knowing that Topanga was just on a diet, this episode would have been a lot funnier. I th- I think it would have hit a lot of notes better. Mm-hmm. Uh, I think Eric would have needed to be rewritten. Yeah, but... I think that Eric is like a kind of like part of the issue because he was the one that was like, okay, you're fat, you're fatty, like. Yeah, he definitely You're contributed that that sort of a thing. Yeah, I think, but I think Feeney gets it right. And like again, what what uh, Eric says is terrible. Um, Rachel and Angela and Rachel, uh, Rachel, Angela and Jack's conversation isn't helping. But I think what Feeney says is the most like poignant, where he says, "We live in a society where they tell us we have to look a certain way, and we're all under pressure to live up to those expectations." And like. Yeah, I think the reason Topanga feels terrible about this in general and it's exacerbated by all those other people is because of how society has told her what beauty standards are and like what you need to look like to look gorgeous. Mm-hmm. Um, and yeah, we find out from Jack that he was overweight in high school and they used to call him Jumbo Jack. Mm-hmm. And I, I, I do like in this show that we're getting a multitude of opinions on like what people have struggled with right so like we find out like rachel right like imagine being that tall all the time right like how many jokes how many times have you heard like oh what's the weather like up there or like people only dating rachel because they like her red hair right like there's so many things that and like angela says she's jealous of like topanga's curves and apparently she has bunions um, Jack said he was overweight in high school and people called him names like those. I like that there is a variety, Sarah, of like, it's not just everybody feels insecure, right? Like, yeah, and it's because absolutely. no one feels like their body looks like what society says their body should look like. Yeah, I, everybody has insecurities, even the prettiest, um, stereotypically beauty, be- most beautiful people do. So it's, I think, like the lesson if we're talking about, you know, you know, what does these 90s shows teach us is that, um, even the people that seem to be the most confident in themselves are, in a way, putting on a little bit of a front because there's something that everybody, you know, everybody's their own biggest um, enemy in terms of that sort of a thing. So uh, I, I think that the message is fine. I'm honestly just relieved that we are finally done with this episode. I think that it's it's like, is there anything else to this episode? I don't remember. So I just want to say Rachel, Rachel's, you know, she's tall, but she's tall compared to everyone else because everyone else is short on the cast. So oh, that's very true. Five ten. She's only five ten. What? I'm five eight. She's yeah. She's five ten. That's actually she's a good point because she's taller than me. <laughs> Will Fidel's five nine. Matthew Lawrence is five eight. Danielle Fischel. Uh, Danielle Fischel's five five one. So like, I'm looking at these heights, and they're all just really short. And that's because of how yeah. they cast. It's how they cast the you know child child actors, but she's not that tall. Like she's not that tall. Gosh, I thought she would have been like six foot two. 
it, it normally you would think so if everybody else was a normal height wow poor thing was like towering over everybody at only five foot ten yeah yeah Ooh, that's man. it's wild because i'm five nine and right. so for me someone who's five ten doesn't feel tall that's such a good point mike that like yeah well also compared to the rest of the cast she's she's very tall um right. but yeah it's I don't know all I really want to like end this episode saying is like I don't I think if you're gonna watch an episode of Boy Meets World for like a moral of the story this is not one you should you should watch um I think it's dangerous I think it it promotes um unhealthy eating habits and unhealthy thoughts about eating and like if you wanna if if you honestly like don't feel good about your body or you feel out of shape yeah. or right like if you feel like it's a detriment to your health the way your body is that's totally different and like you want to drink more water you want to go on more walks you want to do all that that's great but like saying i'm not going to eat pizza because my body is bigger than other people's like it's it's really dangerous and i think it's really unfair to say that any sort of body is the sole body that is beautiful um because you just don't know why people's bodies are the way they are like it could be health reasons right like there are so many health reasons that your body cannot reach a certain level of quote-unquote skinniness and that's okay and people should feel totally comfortable with that and it really like really really bothered me to watch this episode and like brought me back to like a very immature high school version of myself that felt just like Topanga did and I don't want anybody to feel like that. So I just want to say, like, just like love your own body for what it is, because that's who you are. And that's like what your body is. And that's totally fine. And it's beautiful. And no matter what shape it is, I just wanted to say that because someone on Twitter really pissed me off. Yeah, this, this is the worst episode of Boy Meets World. It's worse than Here, what it's what be what is the Corey Wolf one, Sarah? Who's of Corey Wolf? Right, so, it's worse. Right, so oh no, was, Mike is the defender of uh, who's afraid I of Corey Wolf. Like that episode again. <laughs> me, I'm I it, probably because I I'm a male. I you know I went through the puberty thing around that age. I get it. I got the feels. Also, the fortune teller was awesome. I love that whole that whole storyline. Do you we need to rewatch it, Jess? On that that episode. Mm, do you think that we need to rewatch it? I mean, it's probably not as you as know what it bad. was though, Sarah. It's probably not as bad. But like at that time, we were so early on in the show series that we were like so disappointed by it that I feel like there's so many worse episodes out there that we've watched since then. But it just sticks out in my brain as like, oh my, I remember hating that. <laughs> yeah. If you guys do a rewatch of that episode, I'll come on. I'll do it for bonus. Okay, fair I'll, enough. I'll do yeah, the Defender. I, I like it. I thought it was a. I thought it was a fun episode. Like it's it it fits the show, uh, but they this... hadn't really gotten too zany up until that point, and I think that's like because they've gotten much zanier. Yeah, oh, Whiplash is that prior, what it was? Yeah. Prior to that, it was. It, I mean, that was what season two. So season one was about. It was a little zany, but for the most part, outside of like, you know, them betting on horses, uh, it wasn't that bad. It was mostly about sports and baseball and. Yeah, a lot Weird of sports. sports. Oh my god, sports. Uh, I, I my my kid is at she's rewatching, not rewatching, but she's watching Boy Meets World for the first time. It took her a bit to get through season one, like it, that was hard for her. But she actually watched Girl Meets World first, um. So, you know, she already saw the evolution of everything. Mm -hmm. Season one was hard for her to get through. 
so I get yeah. it. But going into it, and then season two, I mean, season two, it takes off. It's yeah, just, it, it does. Running and they complete they age up the show, which is why there's you know no more Minkas because they thought he was too small. Devastation. Um, which I agree. Going back, Minkus would have been great. I would have loved to see Minkus and Corey go head to head for Topanga's attention. Ooh, that would have mm-hmm. been fun. Yeah, that we got like fun. a very small amount of that, but they definitely could have gone a little bit further. Like. It would have been interesting to see Topanga date Minkus for a hot second. <laughs> it would have been. I would have liked to see Minkus jump on Corey's back, being jealous instead of Corey jumping on that one kid's back. Uh, oh yeah, I remember yeah. that. Yeah. Um. Well, enough talking about this crappy, no fun episode. Let's take a quick ad break, and then we're gonna come back to a, a definitely a lighthearted episode. We will be right back. Save big on brunch for mom. All in the Kroger app. Get 16-ounce packs of flavorful Angus 90% Lean Ground Sirloin for $4.99 each with a digital coupon. Then buy two, get two free on 12 packs of delicious Coca-Cola, Pepsi, or 7-Up, all with your card. Shop these deals at your local Kroger, less than five miles away. Or tap the screen now to download the Kroger app to save big today. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Prices and product availability subject to change. Restrictions apply. See site for details. All right, let's get into how Corey and Topanga got their groove back uh, season seven, episode 18. Um, not going to lie, Sarah, pretty relatable that you have like, uh, I mean, they're much younger uh, than we are. Yeah. Um, but everyone talking about like partying and going out and like, yeah. they're all dressed in black, they like ready to go black. have a great time at the blue room. Yeah. They're all dance like vampire, uh, dressed like vampires. Again, 2000. So make, I mean, it makes sense. It's kind of like, post and pre goth at the same time and it feels like and it feels like they did it on purpose though because like Topanga and Corey are very much wearing like very light colors they're wearing like these like light blues yeah, yeah. and everybody else is wearing dark black, black um red. and uh and I I don't know why it cracked me up so much when Corey's like we missed most of 60 minutes it's not called 15 minutes Topanga <laughs> <laughs> yeah they're they're they really got their nighttime routine but also why are they going out on a sunday night people don't you have school tomorrow i mean it's college though sarah this is the thing and mike correct me if i'm wrong because i did not go away to college so i didn't have this life oh, i didn't either oh we'll see what are we gonna do then sarah's the only one we can ask i i hung out with people that did go to college i but i myself went to a community college Yeah, so neither one of us experienced this life of, like, the partying every night. I actually wish that my community college was more like community, but it wasn't. I did not (laughs) – it's very upsetting looking back that it wasn't anywhere. (laughs) I don't think any community college is like – No, because in that community college, they had dorms. It didn't make sense. (laughs) (laughs) Some some might, but, yeah, Sarah, I found this particularly relatable that, like, everyone's going out to party, and I'm like – Nah, I'm good. <laughs> yeah, I had like three party experiences, and then I was like, "Man, I'd rather just watch, you know, TV in my dorm room with my roommate." That was mm-hmm. kind of kind of it. But um, yeah, they 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 don't even get the invite anymore. That's I, you know what though? I think Mike, it's because like if you ask someone enough times to go out with you, and they say no every time, you're eventually just gonna stop oh, asking. Yeah. And I'll be honest, that has happened to me where people just stop asking me. And I've also done it to people. I'm just like, you don't hang, you don't ever come over. I'm not going to ask you anymore. Yeah. But it is, I think I do also understand. It's just good to be asked. Like, 
it is I nice no, to be just asked. Let me, just let me know that you're thinking about me, man. Yeah, you're right. It, it honestly takes very little effort to just say, hey, do you want to come out? Right. That's yeah, one little no question. Anyways. I'm going to say no. You know I'm going to say no. We both yeah. know it's it's mutual. but Yeah. But it, it really does make a difference in the friendship. And it doesn't hurt you. It doesn't cost you anything to be kind. That's the the lesson. But yeah, Tope but Topanga, I think, is a little bit more willing to go out and go dancing than Corey is. Like, Corey's very yeah. set in his ways. And Topanga is right. kind of, like, getting a little bit of what um, we call the FOMO. Yes. The, the fear of missing out. Is that what that means? Yeah. I never knew what that meant. Really? really? Yeah, because, all right, so <laughs> that's a word I just heard, like, this year. I don't know if it's a new word or, or whatever, but I... I I haven't watched it very much, but I think the first two episodes of How I Met Your Father, they mentioned FOMO, and I'm like, I don't know what that is. <laughs> yeah, FOMO. See, this is the shit the 90s teach you. There you go, yeah. <laughs> the fear of missing out, which is actually a huge problem and something that I, um, you know, struggled with as a person that was in their 20s and a people pleaser and all that stuff, like hard, really hard time saying no to things I don't really want. But the greatest thing about turning 30 is that you don't give a fuck anymore. And I don't want to go. If I don't want to go places, I don't go. I have, And I don't worry about it. With other things, but not going out. I don't care if I go out. It's yeah. not happening. I don't have to. Yeah. But like it, it's even like, hey, like everybody else got like tickets to a concert or like got this like new video game system and like people feel FOMO about it. Yeah. And I understand why Topanga feels that way, though, because like they are really young and um, it's like she's just like, why? Why didn't they even invite us? Like, what do they mean by it's not our scene? Didn't we already get this almost like, all right, first of all, Sean doesn't dance. I, I don't. We had a whole episode where Sean and Corey don't dance. They, they, you know, had that whole argument with Angela and Topanga and then uh, with um, the two, uh, the manager and the waiter at the restaurant. I forgot. Oh, name. yes. Yes. That was a whole storyline. Nunzio. And I don't know the other guy's name. The other guy's name. I just remember Nunzio. Um, but yeah. Sean doesn't dance. So when does what does Sean do? Does he stand in the corner to look cool? I don't I don't get it. Well, Angela dances or yeah, what, Angela going? definitely dances. I think that maybe she he like grew up a little. Maybe he does dance now. I I, I really think he just stands in the corner, and I assume he's not drinking. What so what are they doing there? I'm under the assumption none of them drink. You think at this point? Well, all right. So Sean won't drink because right his past. Angela doesn't like. I would imagine Angela's not drinking. Right. Sean yeah. Doesn't Angela drink. doesn't seem like much of a drinker. And they're all under twenty-one, except for well, they're under twenty-one. So that would leave Jack, Rachel, and Eric. I imagine Eric drinks. I imagine yeah. Eric. Eric's Eric's crazy. He's a partier. <laughs> is eric a partier hmm. i think eric would be a partier uh, is he, he's the life of the party that eric and... yeah but i don't know that he's like a heavy drinker i could see him being a life of the party without a single drop of alcohol to be I honest think he's getting drinks splashed on his face i think he's yeah definitely, that's definitely happening oh my god he's hitting on girls and he gets like the drink in the face yeah uh <sighs> jack i don't think jack's gonna drink because of his dad the dad him. yeah, yeah his dad and also, also his health like he would never right. like if he does he's drinking like vodka and soda he's doing those like weird butthole shots so that what? you don't actually take the calories 
Um, and I, I would imagine <laughs> Rachel's drinking. Yeah, I could see Rachel. Drinking. Rachel looks like she loves a Bloody Mary. I don't know why. What? I was going to say like a white wine. Oh, there's a, yeah. I would imagine the blue room is serving just liquor and beer. Yeah. An old fashioned. Um, old fashions, yeah. So like they end up getting they're like laying in bed or whatever, and uh Corey's just like, Oh great, snuggles, spoons time. Um, and so he like they go to go to bed and Topanga's bothered. She turns the light on and she's just like like uh just because we're married doesn't mean we have to be old. Um, and he says, old, just because we chose to stay home and have a nice, quiet evening while others are out gallivanting around, trolling for happiness. And I'm like, Corey, you just said gallivanting. <laughs> this is me. This is the Corey that's me. Like, the last episode, that was not the Corey that, that I'm like. Yeah, this, this is, is me. This, this is the Corey. I'm the little spoon. Um, <gasps> Mike, I, you I, can't I, be the little spoon. The he can spoon be the little spoon. I, I can be the, the big spoon, too, but I... I do like being the little spoon. I'm you know what I'm saying? Being like, a little spoon. Um, I think it's most fair for the spoons to switch it up every once in a oh while. Yeah, for sure. But like, if I can, I'm, I'm gonna get that opportunity. It's, it's, it's comforting, man. It's, it's security. Also, like, I don't like going out. I, I, especially when I get in that routine, I'm not, I'm not going. You're out. not doing I, it. I, yeah. I enjoy staying home and, and just kind of doing absolutely nothing. I just never understood, like, by the time I was, like, 21 and could go out to bars and stuff, I was always just like, but I could just drink at my place for so much cheaper. Oh, yeah. <laughs> yeah, I've got a, my friend Sean, my best friend Sean, he's a bartender. I'm not going, like, I could have went, I probably could have went to his, the bar he bartends at, but I decided not to. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, do you have, do either of you have a giant bottle of Pepto-Bismol on your bedside table like Topanga does? No. Um, if I had Pepto-Bismol, it would probably be there, yeah. It is huge and it's right on her bedside table. Also, um, do you recognize that penguin, Jessica? Of course I do. I've seen friends. Yeah, that it's Hugsy. is Hugsy the penguin. Yeah, Hugsy's iconic. I noticed on Corey's side, it, 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 he has a, there's a, New England Patriots flag, which yeah, makes why? absolutely no sense. He's from. He, if anything, he should have. A he likes Eagles the Eagles, flag. right? It doesn't make sense. Why is there? Why? Why would there be a Patriots? Flag? Their props department needs help. Is the answer? Yeah. We I, need I, explanations. I um, and then we have this this storyline. Um. Oh, so sorry. So yeah, so they they're like they decide they're gonna okay, we're gonna we're gonna go to the best party ever. We're gonna throw a party. Okay, let's go to sleep. Uh, there's a six a.m. sale at Linen Loft. Um, guess who's got coupons? Like a, sounds like a good sale at Linen Loft. Sheets are very expensive. Places. Sheets are expensive. Like sheets are very expensive. When I worked at Target, like in 2007, and I found out how much sheets cost, I almost cried. They're so expensive, especially nice ones. Yeah, you want to feel like lay on paper, you know. Um, so yeah, so the next morning, Eric wakes up, um, and he like smacks his head. He comes downstairs. He sneezes into Jack's cereal, Gross. and he claims he has visions of the future. Mm. So a full uh, uh, that's a Raven moment. Yeah, but basically. his visions, his visions don't always come true because he never put the milk in the cereals yeah oh he's a fraud he, yeah I, and 
he like it's so weird it's like every time he sneezes he says something and it's like immediately after that thing has to happen or else it's not gonna happen he's a yeah it's a short-term psychic other than the the numbers yeah the numbers that happen later yeah, he shouts out 21, 46, 53. Those are my Nana Boo Boo's measurements. She's hot. <laughs> uh, okay. Did he say she's hot or she's. He said she is hot and he does oh, like yeah. the curvy <laughs> hand gesture. Um, So much mention of Nana Boo Boo. <laughs> so much. <laughs> um, And so, yeah, like Jack is just like, listen, if you give me the rest of those lottery numbers, we will like, we're going to be so rich. Sneeze me the rest. And so the rest of this episode is going to be tr- Jack trying to get Eric to sneeze out the rest of the lottery numbers. It's it's this is a this is a plot that I remember. <laughs> I always remember when I think of Boy Meets World. It's not a good one. So it's not a good plot, but it's but a plot. I remember it, and I I don't hate it. I enjoy it. I'm allowed to enjoy bad things, and this is one of them. It's really bad, but it's it is. It's very. It's not the worst, but it's like it's very bad. Um, and also I can't help but notice Sarah. Literally, all of them have these chin goatees now. Yes, (laughs) this is like the biggest. Jack and Eric do too. What is going on? This is the biggest epidemic. That's the. That's the. It was like the dude bro thing, right? Like we're talking again, early two thousands. That I feel and necklaces too, the men's necklaces. Like the like chokers with like it. one bead on them. I know it. I know what happened. This this is the darkest timeline, in Boy Meets World. That's all yes. that this is. We're not seeing the, yeah. the prime timeline. This is the darkest timeline. Except Corey's like it. the only one who's not in it because right. he's always clean shaven. <laughs> yeah. I wonder what he would look like with facial hair. He doesn't have facial hair in Girl Meets he World, does he? Now either. No, yeah. he doesn't have it now. Oh, maybe he can't Ben's grow it. It's just very. Uh, you know, facial hair less. Baby face. Yeah. yeah. Um, and Eric's been wearing that necklace all season and it is choking him to death. He looks in like he's in pain. I hate it. It's so tight and not yeah. and just because it's a tiny necklace, not because his neck is thick or anything. It's just the smallest necklace yeah, in the give world. It, give him like another inch on that necklace, please. A necklace extender. He needs yeah. it. It was a choker, right? It was yeah, a- but it is but like literally choking. Choke. <laughs> it's a too little much too much choke. Um, in the student lounge, Corey's handing out these yellow flyers. Um, <laughs> and it's for come to our party, come to our party, come to our party. Corey and Topanga's. We're out of our rut, rip roaring party party. <laughs> I like this party. ice cream games surprises. Ooh. Where is he getting the money for these? All right, so I know I I work in printing. That's that's my job. Ooh, okay. And I did printing. I, I now I work in commercial printing, but I used to work in like a at Office Depot where we in the print department. Those are going to cost. Even then, are going to cost on that paper close to like 15 to 19 cents a piece mm, that's okay so, so expensive so this is what it, it looks like it looks like he drew it right he yeah. drew it on one piece of paper then he went and got copies made of it right. and what like what do you think about his choice of using yellow his favorite color i i don't hate so that that is a a nice yellow. It's eye catching. It is. It felt more like in my in my memory right now. It felt more like a golden yellow than than the bright solar yellow he could have used. 
Yeah. It's it's not. I don't think it was eye catching. He should have done multiple. He needs like colors. neon. You're, gonna, you're not. You're not gonna. You're gonna pay the same price if you use multiple colors. Like, don't use just. The <gasps> one, I love this idea. Like, you have like neon pink, neon yellow, right. neon green. Exactly like three different. Yeah. Exactly what you could do. Those are all three colors you could use. Any print yeah. shop's gonna have them. Don't you know what? He really needed to take a like a, a page out of Bogie Lowenstein's book because Bogie Lowenstein knows how to throw a party, unlike Corey. He even has Brie. Um, where was the Brie? There was quiche, which oh, is yeah. very old lady food. No offense. You could have got you could have Gouda. Yeah. A Gouda. A Gouda's always good. Um, and so like Sean is like, hey Corey, like what's up with this party? And he's like, Oh, a couple of us can't throw a hoedown. Um, it's like, okay. Um, he's a dweeb. He's such a dweeb. Why is he, he such is. a dweeb? I want you, all you kids, to wear your tassels and your leather and your get up and such. And uh, it's your like sexy Corey. vampire clothes. That's me. That's that's something again. He's a dweeb, but that's something I would have done. That's exactly, I that's that's me 101. Yeah. <laughs> um, and so we find out apparently this party is on the same night as Jerry Durbin's, and he's like the best party thrower. He's a bogey, he's a bogey Lowenstein. And uh, this is bad news for Corey. And so Corey decides he's going to uninvite everyone. <laughs> Everyone's invited now. If you're going to go to the other party, don't show up late or don't leave early. Yeah. You're just not invited then. Sarah, what do you think of the 8 p.m. to question mark move? <laughs> I remember when I used to make invitations for like my birthday parties. It was always to question mark. The party don't stop. It always. Also, um... Uh, Mike, you're in printing. This literally looks like a six-year-old wrote it. Yes, like, I, I saw that. He hand-wrote this, and I think there's a picture on it. He drew pictures on this. So I'm assuming he went to a print shop. If yeah. he went to an on-campus print shop or even a Kinko's, they have computers. <laughs> but he, no, he hand, he's like, he, no, this needs a personal he touch. Wrote, he, yeah, he wrote it. He wrote yeah. it. He put jokes on it, though. I'll give him that much. But it's like it's <laughs> terrible. It like it looks terrible. Like a a flyer should be simple and to the point and very clear. And nothing is clear about this. I don't even know why I needed flyers and why he's handing them to the most random people. Because he's Corey. That's why. I mean, that's what exactly what's why. he gonna do? Do an evite? Back in the day, you loved flyers. Who doesn't love a flyer? I what love did, flyers. What, what did Durbin do? What did? How do he you didn't know, do it's anything because he mouth. has a reputation. Yeah, it's by word of mouth. Yeah. He should have just went to Durbin's party. I don't understand. Like, it, that's what I would have done. If I would have heard another party's happening the same night I was planning a party and I really wanted to have a party, I would just go to the other party and just turn up. That's what I'm saying. If you want to prove to people that you're cool and, like, you could be with the times, go to the biggest party of the year. Why are you throwing your own party? Especially because it's like then you have to clean your whole apartment after. Like, it's so much simpler just to go to a different party. But he starts taking away the flyers um, and uh, and then <laughs> don't come to our party. We'll compare notes on Monday about who went to the better party. And I take notes like a secretary, <laughs> which like, OK, OK, Corey. <laughs> Corey. Um, and then we have uh, like, again, more more Jack and Eric nonsense. Um, Eric is wearing a helmet. <laughs> And it says, uh, it's, it's great. I love that it says Eric on it. It does. It does so did say he Eric. have that helmet, or did they go to get that made? They definitely had it. They had it, but then he personalized it with his puff paint. 
Yeah. Maybe he owns like a moped or something because I don't understand why else he'd have this. I know. He wasn't allowed to get the motorcycle when he asked Alan for it. <laughs> oh, my God. Uh, and Jack is obsessed with getting these lottery numbers so much that he keeps throwing pepper in Eric's face, which is awful. I would have done a feather. <laughs> oh, yeah. <laughs> I did like the throwing of the pepper. I thought that was very funny. So he's still trying to get the lotto numbers. And and then he outs um, a relationship. Like, <laughs> but that apparently came to fruition. That was correct. Except yeah, he's cheating on you. He, then he said the guy was going to rob him. So the guy went to... All right. So the guy went to the convenience store. With yeah. With his girlfriend to get lottery tickets, a full convenience store, and then he's going to rob it? He, correct exactly no, he's just on. a skis bag he's a bad guy this convenience store has everything it has an alien head that has candy it has slushies it has popcorn it has hot dogs it has a nosh it has oil it has wow. ocean spray um okay can we get to can we talk about Corey's party outfit oh yeah yes, and why it. he's dressed like an 80 year old man i loved it I, I'm I'm here for that vibe. Like, man. what are you doing? No, I love that. I like. I saw it. I'm like, yes. The two of them, though. The two of them. Corey's bad, but so is Topanga. Like, Topanga is wearing a like a baby a silk pink silk blouse. blouse. Terrible with like uh, like office pants, like and you know slacks. We need to get a new um stylist or whatever for the show. First of all, as someone with a chest. I understand the difficulty in wearing a button-down shirt. Yeah, you can't. You're wear always one. gonna have the keyhole, right? Yeah. Mm-hmm. They they really needed to do something better for poor Topanga because she was keyholing it all over the place this episode. This is, I, I just hate. So when when you have a chest, like if you have you know a, a larger chest and you're wearing a, a button-down shirt, the buttons where your boobs are usually there's always like a hole there where the uh, buttons are kind of pulled apart more because. Yeah. You have more you body need, in this uh, fashion area. tape to close it together, yeah. or they just need to learn how to make women's button-down yeah. shirts or, to accommodate for boobs. Yeah. Also, there's like these little stitch machines that you can buy that's like a singular stitch. You know what? I never ever want to wear a button-down that much. Never, never in my life. Well, they're trendy. Not this type of button-down, but like a button-downs are trendy. But yeah, it doesn't look that great. Um, so yeah, so they're preparing for the party. Topanga made her infamous quiche. Um, Corey is choosing the tunes, which are not very good tunes. They have no, balloons. They have clue. Oh, yeah, clue. Balloon. Um, uh, what, Mike, what do you think about balloons? Are you pro balloon? I am indifferent. Oh, I, I, I don't can- have a problem with balloons. And I know some people like them, but I don't go out of my way to get balloons unless I have to. Yeah, who? That is shocking. Who could be indifferent about a balloon? Balloons are great. Balloons make but people not at happy. This party, though. I. We're, we're also in a helium. Like we're gonna run out of helium. Oh, are so, we? Oh yeah. There's only a limited supply of helium in the world. Oh. Uh, people need to stop having balloons at so their parties. Once we're out, we're out. And there oh was a, a helium shortage, you know, a few months, like a year back or so. 
Wow. Um, couldn't Imagine like 20 years any. from now, no kids are going to have balloons at their parties. They're going to just all be floppy on the ground. Yeah. There's <laughs> well, I mean, people are making yet. balloon arches, to be honest with you. Oh, I can't with the stupid balloon arch fad. I love I'm not doing arches. it. I'm not doing it. I know I'm how. Fuck. I'm good very good at balloon arches. I'm not doing it. It's a waste of fucking time. Arches aren't going to be helium. No, no balloon arches are not helium. Okay. Yeah, yeah. No, that's, well, that's a, a lot. We, we used to do, so I used to do for my daughter on her birthday, I would take a bunch of balloons and blow them up and then put put them on her door, or yeah. her bedroom, and then put... Um, like streamers eight, like streamers and then she'd open the door and the balloons would fall and oh that's so much fun it. It fantastic but it was also a pain in the ass to clean up yeah so the balloons would be around the house for ever balloons uh, make me happy i'm not gonna lie there's so few I things that make me happy balloons are one <laughs> but of them Sarah, this party like has balloons and flyer or uh what is it called streamers streamers they're like 18 years old. Like this is not an appropriate time for balloons and streamers. I would say a a, a, a curated color uh, uh, colors of balloons are always classy. But but not this looks ones. like a children's party. It does look like a children's party, and it's 10 p.m. And so we have uh, Sean and Angela and Rachel. They're like, oh, it's only 10. We're gonna go back to Durbin's at 11. Um, and they're like, Corey doesn't want us here. And Sean's like, absolutely. He does want us here. He's going to nag us if we don't, if we're not yeah. there, which I think is true. Um, and there, the door, the door has signs on it. I love it. I love um, the signs. It says sign one, uh, sign one is entering Funville. Do not enter unless authorized for fun danger <laughs> party ahead. And then no parents allowed, <laughs> which is hilarious. Which is so rude because, like, they have that neighbor that they're friends with, and she's a parent. Why yes! did they invite her? Yeah, maybe why she not? had to watch the baby. Maybe, but bring the baby. Like, there's, there's, yeah, give her a flyer. Like, give everybody in this dorm, like, yeah, an invite, an invite. Yeah, so they open the door, and like, <laughs> nobody came to their party. Topanga is moving Keisha's to Corey, and Corey's just smashing them with his hand, which is absolutely disgusting. Um, and they close the door very quickly and they're like, oh my God, nobody came. This is so devastating. And Sean is like, yeah, I'm going back to Durbin's party. And we're all like, oh my God, so heartless until we see what he does later. Sean is kind of a dick this episode. Oh yeah. He's, he's definitely a dick this episode. Mm -hmm. And again, they're going, what are they doing at, a, at this party? If it's just them three, only one of them probably drink like I, who are you going to a random party you're going to these random parties you're not doing anything at that point like they're I'm dancing gonna... do you dance at parties I, i've never seen anyone in real life dance at a party i think a college uh, party yeah do you i, I think you dance yeah i, I mean not to the music like, Corey's playing but when, when i went to college again i wasn't in college well but I, I did go to college parties it was just get as wasted as you can and stand there i don't really know what else we did play, play, play beer pong or something yeah beer pong play, yeah yeah you do, do that kind of stuff but i don't ever remember anyone dancing i think that there was maybe some dancing i don't know it's been it's been a bit since i went to college it's been a to long be honest with time you. yeah unfortunately yeah. um wish so i was young and fresh but i'm not that's, that was probably the times i that 19 20 21 that was probably the times i did all that stuff you know i was i was in 
then a band and we like went out and i acted like we were cooler than we were oh did you play at the parties then i never played we never played at the parties we we are not gonna waste our talent on these parties (laughs) i mean to me it's saying it seemed like some good um you know it was good for bragging hey i'm in a we're in a band yeah it kind of worked like sean and Corey did but we actually know how to play the instruments yeah i mean that's advanced (laughs) come on um, but they're, according to Pinker, are all sad. No one came to their party. We're a boring old married couple. Nobody wants to hang out with us. Um, and Corey says, you know what? Maybe it's a good thing that no one came. Those quiches weren't your best. And I'm like, how he gets it from his dad. dare you? Truly, Mike, truly he does. Um, and I love Topanga being like, do you want a compliment from me? Bite me. <laughs> 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 you showed him um and i love to being being like you know what maybe nobody came to the party because they read the jokes on the flyers come join our party it'll be party riffic buckle up for a ride to funville <laughs> he's, they're oh, being he's like crazy cool. now oh my god and then she like uh cory says she had dumb dance music and i'm just like wait a minute you're the one who picked the music what is this people mm. dance to it i mean they dance yeah i they i i mean i do like this core into picking a fight it turns into a food fight which uh i don't know like jess are we pro food fight um i am okay here's what it is i am pro food fight not in my own household a sure yeah or number one number two i feel like it should be outside although what about the Mm. what about the wildlife what if they're like allergic to something in a gymnasium Easy cleanup. Everything that you're saying is very valid, but also it's very boring. But also, I don't want to clean up all this crap. Yeah. Oh, and I don't want to clean up myself. I always think of the food fight in um, It Takes Two, the Mm -hmm. American National movie, and it was very messy, and I don't like it. Yeah. What about you, Mike? Pro or against food fights? Um, I not in my own home. Yes. Yeah. That's it. Just not in my own home. Also, it's a waste. It's a big waste of food. It is. But yes. I would be lying if I. It does look fun as long as I'm maybe, not cleaning it up. Maybe that's what it is. Is like you just need a food fight once in your life, and then that's it. You don't need any more. Like that episode of Community. Exactly. Food fight. You need it one time, and I think like I'm also like you know what? Maybe there is a way you can make it so it's not as um like wasteful. Like what if it. <laughs> No, that's not going to work. I was going to say, what if it's expired food? But that seems even (laughs) (laughs) What if it's all food that is, what if you had it outside and it was all food that's like safe for like deer and like raccoons and stuff to eat? Throwing seed at each other. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, like pumpkin seeds. I don't know. Um, But yeah, this devolves into a a food fight where uh, Topanga... It's like a very loose avocado, but she like rubs it on Corey's face and then he takes chocolate syrup and like puts it on her blouse. And then they just start throwing quiches and cool like whipped cream and mustard and all this other stuff. And then they get a little uh little sexy times happening. They yeah. That, that achievement unlocked, but it's like the kink un- unlocked above their head. And they're yes. just like, Well, this this is my this, this is, is what it. we like. This is, this is what we got to do now. Do you know what I think it was, Mike? I think it was like when they ripped each other's sleeves off, they're like, oh, my God, your arms, though. Right. 
you know yeah. um that's what i didn't understand about that line he's like you're 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 your art like he's saying something like you're showing a little arm or something i was like yeah well, all right then yeah I, that's what does it for you man i guess yeah. it makes sense he didn't see a titty till he's like 19 so <laughs> yeah he was obsessed with the tush for a really long time <laughs> Um, so then we're back to Eric and Jack and Jack just keeps pressuring Eric, like, give me the numbers. Come on, give me the numbers. Um, and he's just like, listen, um, like you're, you're being so mean. And he starts like smashing his head on a dumpster, Sarah. Yeah. This is getting violent. Jack is getting desperate. Like this is a trust fund baby. Like he has money. Why is he panicking? But then like this, like weird creepo comes around. It's like, who are you, man? I love how he knew everything. <laughs> like, what are, what are you doing here? Yeah. I don't know if, if, if Eric told this man beforehand, if he knew he was going to be there, like, how he knows all this information. Yeah, it's a little creepy. And he's even, like, following them around, maybe. Like, he's, like, tells Jack, he's, like, you're the one in danger. Unless he's a psychic as well. Maybe he's the psychic. Possibly. Mm. Well, unless he was going to attack Jack, he was going to be the one to attack them. And I really just don't know how we got here, to be it's honest. It's a with really you. weird storyline and it goes a lot of weird places. Like they're trying to like tell this whole again, they're trying to tell this story of like, oh, Jack is greedy and he needs to learn. But like he's just like, okay, now I got my numbers. I'm going out of here. See you later. Yeah. And the guy is just like, hey, we tried. <laughs> Eric, it's it, like the guy okay. was the it doesn't make sense, but it was funny. Like you don't expect this homeless man to just come up and just start talking to them like that. It it is funny. It's yeah. Not, it's not practical, but it's funny. Yeah, and then um so yeah, they're like it's it is really really strange. Jack is just like, "You know what? I let greed take me over." Um the things that people do for money. Okay, well, I'm going to go buy a ticket now. Um and he leaves. And then we get uh outside of Quintapinga's apartment. Sean, Angela and Rachel are back and now they have Dervin and his party. And Sean has paid them all $20 to stay for an hour. Yeah. Um, except they open the door. And, th- okay, this is a bit ridiculous, Sarah, that, like, they open the door. Uh, Corinne Topanga are wrapped up in a twister mat. And they're still <laughs> fully clothed. Yeah, well, fully. Well, maybe pants are off. Well, maybe they don't have bottoms on. That's they're fair. They're definitely wearing shirts. Yeah. I think pants are off. I don't. I think that they just didn't have enough time to take the tops off. Maybe that's what it is. Yeah. Um, but it's kind of cute because even though, like, you know, nobody came to their party and it was everything was a disaster and they got into a fight, like, they realized that they would rather just have a party for two and, you know, be all intimate with each yeah. other and do what they got to do. And it kind of makes everybody realize Sean, Angela, and Rachel, like, hey, like, you know, why are we feeling bad for them? Like, you know, they yeah. have the good life. They have each other. I love uh, Sean saying, do you think they do that every night? And Angela's like, well, maybe that's why they go home at nine. <laughs> <laughs> um, It's so funny. And I, um, I do love that. They're like, I can't believe we ever felt sorry for them. And Sean says, I wonder what their food bill is. <laughs> Astronomical. Food. Yeah. Yeah. Um, and I love how they talk about going back to Durbin's and Angela and Sean are just like, you know what? Let's go to a grocery store. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. They, they're going to have their own spicy night. Yes. Durbin reminded me of uh, O'Doyle. Like, O'Doyle rules. Oh, uh, yeah. O'Doyle rules. But but it's Durbin and 
I think this is the only time we ever see or hear about Durbin. I think but... so. Yeah. Um, yeah, he's a bit of an idiot, but there are a lot of idiot characters on this show. Um, we're back to Jack and Eric. They're like waiting for the numbers, right? And so they announced the lottery numbers and they aren't the ones that Jack was thinking they would be. He's like, these are worthless. You're worthless. And he shoves the ticket in Eric's mouth, which that ticket must be so fucking disgusting. And you shove that into another human being's mouth. And Eric is sitting there and he chews it up and (laughs) swallows it. Like he sits there and he chews it. He has low iron. He picks up a piece another piece that fell on him and he starts eating <laughs> that too. this is a paper eating is a condition yeah this is ridiculous and it turns out it's because they hadn't yet read um the pennsylvania um lottery numbers Why are reading the new york lottery numbers for the bit it's literally the only reason it would make sense i can see them saying it was like last night's numbers or something but yeah no new york's numbers numbers? that's very confusing it's gonna get you in a lot of trouble i'm not gonna lie so they would have won yeah they would have uh but jack is a moron but also he's an asshole he deserved not winning so yeah Yep, and then we have Corey and Topanga just, like, having a good old night in, watching TV, hanging out. Um, And they just, like, they watch, they're just having a great time. It's very cute. It's very them. Yeah, they're, uh, they realize that they like being the old couple that just gets to be with each other. And that's sweet and nice. Yeah, and that's the end of our second episode. Have you ever thrown a party that no one showed up to? Oh no! I don't. I mean, I was never really like a big party thrower. I wasn't because nobody ever shows up to mine. Oh, so so anytime I'd have to have people, I'd I'd have to like anytime somebody would bring up throwing, you know, us throwing a party, I tried to avoid it because I knew nobody would show up. Oh, Um, that's and if they do, it's because they felt bad and I had to pull their teeth to show up, and then they don't stay long. So I just simply don't try anymore. I don't throw birthday parties for myself. I don't do any of that because nobody shows up. Winston just said that he would go to your party. Appreciate it. Yeah, Winston's a, a real pro one. party. Yeah. Uh, yeah. I mean, like that's the fear that people won't go to your birthday party or your party. Um, but I, I, I think that you just need a better group of people to invite, and they will go to your party. I, I, I think at this point, I don't have enough people to ask anymore. Oh but, no! Like, like my all all my friends. So the way it works now is Sean throws a party, and we just yeah. go to Sean's house. And Sean, Sean throws seems great like parties. he's the person to be around. Sometimes, most times, <laughs> sometimes. love Sean to death, but sometimes there's, there's some sometimes where I don't want to be around Sean. Yeah, I, that's relatable. <laughs> I'll tell you that much for free. Um. Yeah, I think like it's interesting to have these. Like, I think Corey and Topanga getting their groove back. It's like, it's a silly episode. I feel like we're back to the silly antics after, like, the terribleness of uh, she's having my baby back ribs. But I'm really excited to see what we have left because we're getting down to it, Sarah. Like, we only have five more episodes to cover. (sighs) Wow. Wow. Finale is a, uh, I mean, it's mostly just a clip show. Yeah, it's like a two-part, and it's a two-parter, too. So you get two, so two of your five episodes are clip shows. Oh no! Yeah, 
God, great. At least two of them. I, I know it's a two-parter, but I, I know the finale finale's clip show. I don't I know that they talk about things they're going to do, but uh, I was very upset realizing that that is what they did. Yeah, because that's not a great finale content. No. Nobody um, likes a clip show. No, everyone hates clip so shows. So imagine what you got. Angela leaving. That's co- that's coming up, right? And then... I mean, everything's coming up. Did you do the black and... Did you do the other black and Nope, that one's coming yeah, up, that's, too. That that's our next up. episode. That's coming up. So next week, uh, season seven, episodes 19 and 20, Brotherly Shove and As Time Goes By, mm-hmm. which I'm pretty sure I remember both of these. Yeah. Um, um, Mary, our friend Mary's coming on. Yes, Mary is coming back, returning to the pod for the last time for Bo Meets World, at least um which is exciting but mike we were so happy to get you on here first time first time long time as they say um <laughs> so happy to have you check off us on your box of boy meets world podcast i appreciate it. let me come on uh i wanted to get on before you guys ended and i was like oh no i like i wanted to try to get on before but i wanted to make sure i listened to, to more of your guys stuff before i did and uh i'm thoroughly enjoying it so even though you guys are finishing up i still got at least a few more at least another month or two before i'm done uh, yeah you got a lot of us content to get through and so you'll be the third boy meets world show i've been on um i'm i've as far as i can tell i'm the only podcaster that's not a boy meets world podcaster that's been on multiple boy meets world podcasts (laughs) that's incredible that is is an achievement i don't know what i'm gonna do on twitter once your show's over once boy meets world uh fever's over because i only use my twitter to tweet at boy meets boy meets world podcast so i, I don't know that bit's gonna be up for me mm. we'll find it we have to find a more boy meets world podcast for you but yeah. thank you so 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 much you mentioned your twitter where can the people find you so that they can follow you and all of your boy meets world bots so you can find me on twitter hi-fi underscore mike um, you can find our show, the show. So the show I'm on, de- uh, debatable that you guys have been on. We're actually ending the show in a couple weeks, but we're it's not over. We're rebooting it because ESPN took our name and they have their what? own show called Debatable. Um, and so we can you can know really it's hard to find us when you search Debatable because that's what comes up. So we're actually changing the show to uh, not a real court or not a real courtroom. I think it's just not a real court. And it's going to, you know, we're starting that in February. But I'm also, if anyone's interested, I, I, we're, I'm also on a wrestling podcast called Book Ooh. It, a wrestling podcast. And it's fantasy booking. Um, and we just make our own storylines and, and just kind of talk, talk shit to each other. And it's really fun. And we've been doing that. For a few years as well uh, we have a bunch of other content you could find at our the website t13media.com so letter t the number one three spelled out media.com uh we have a few other shows uh, including bad guy bad guy spoken and all the content he puts out and that's really fun um but yeah debatable is ending but we want to have you guys on of course for when we do not a real court yeah so, well, congrats on your rebrand. I'm sorry ESPN yeah, took it. We tried, Darn. but we did not copyright it quick enough. 
Mm, hear that, Jess? I've been talking about copywriting for years. Do it as quick as you can yeah. because yeah. otherwise ESPN's going to come take it from you. Yeah. I really don't think ESPN wants you shit 90 shows we taught me. We didn't think they wanted our title either. You have you one know. word. It, <laughs> yeah. But they, they ours is much letter. longer and cumbersome to say. <laughs> <laughs> nonetheless, yeah. nonetheless. Speaking of our stuff. podcast, Thank Sarah, you. what do we have going on? Uh, yeah, weekly Boomin's World, Dawson's Creek content um, for November. We have a lot of fun stuff going on in terms of bonus content. We recorded a podcast with lt and that was the adams family yeah it should be coming out in a couple days from now coming out soon check out that later in the month we're covering ghost we're also um collaborating again with mary from kowski cast to talk about do revenge keep your eyes peeled for that one so lots of fun stuff going on christmas is coming up soon ho 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 bitches um Stay tuned for Christmas content and holiday content. But yes. find me at Sarah Ferguson. Find us at Shit90sPod on Twitter and Instagram. I'm at the Just Sterling. Community building is returning this week with season four. So that's very exciting. Oh, yeah. I'm also oh, talking yeah. Mythic Quest over on Posher Recaps. Yep. Posher Recaps. I mean, I did uh, the entire episode or season of The Crown with. Yes. Season five, The Crown. Well. If you want binge coverage, Sarah and LT just did an amazing podcast over on Posher Recaps as well. Yeah. Mm-hmm. You got through seasons one through three of Community. Four, I wish you luck. It's... We're doubling up at least. So for those of yeah. you who are familiar with Community and hate season four, as most of us do, because it's not that great, um, we are cu- doubling up on the episodes. So we're going to get through it fairly quickly. We should be through it by the end of the year. Um, So even if you hate season four, it's going to be a fun ride and we're going to get through it pretty quickly. So not going to stop down too much. Season four has it. some good jokes. It has some good bits. But overall, Dan Harmon wasn't there. And it it's not the same. It's not the same. Also, if you guys do, like I said, if you want, if you do some bonus content, like next year for Halloween, if you do some Scream or another Halloween Town, or I'm down for any of that. Oh, my so God. Halloween I, Town. Good God. I, I, <laughs> I, I love I, I'm down for the, the fourth Halloween Town to talk about <sighs> that one. Um, but also bonus content. I, you know, I, your Christmas stuff was the first stuff I listened to last year because I was trying oh. to find as much Christmas podcasts as I could. And I don't remember if I stumbled across it that way or if I already had you guys saved. But I don't recall because um, I know you guys had Boy Meets World Fever on. So mm-hmm. I don't remember if they they got me on to you guys or if I think I really just kind of looked up some hollow, some Christmas stuff and you popped up. So oh ho ho ho! We love the Christmas content. We love Christmas. Oh, so yeah, Christmas. So excited for it coming up. My favorite holiday, Halloween and Christmas are like par, like right there. They're both the best. And then I I get terrible all year round until. September because that's when I start celebrating <laughs> Halloween. <laughs> yeah, you're just happy for like the first couple of months. Like you're like September through December, we're great. And then you're a monster. Yeah, and then you're like, ugh. Yeah. <laughs> I was gonna ask you guys, uh, and I meant to do this earlier. If you guys could guess what my my sign is from this. Oh, because I thought that would be interesting. Interesting, Sarah. Do you have any guesses? Hmm. I don't. I don't know. Scorpio. Nope. I feel like he gives me air sign energy. You think? I don't know. I don't think fire sign energy. Well, he does like. He likes to debate, so that's actually worth noting, right? Yeah. Um. Sag. 
I said no fire sign energy, Sarah. Um, I'm, I don't know. <laughs> um, you're not a Libra, are you? Nope. Okay, I was gonna say. Then we fail. I, I don't know. It. I'll just. I'm an Aries. Oh, oh my God! No, yeah, that tracks. I'm okay. I'm not gonna lie. I was on the path. I said Scorpio and Sagittarius. I was on the path. Yeah, they are like sister cousins of Aries. Yeah. So well, I thought I thought that'd be fun. I meant to mention it earlier, and then I I forgot. You just yeah. didn't give me that full chaos monster energy. But like the thing is, is Chappelle is what I think of when I think of an Aries. But he's but also like he's a million times Aries, a monster, and yeah. he is a monster. So when Travis and I are on the same podcast. Travis, I don't think he was on your the episode you guys were on, but that's when we're um, full chaos monsters. Yeah, that's, we we go head to head. <laughs> chaos monsters, Aries. That's fun. <laughs> we should start doing that. Anytime we have a guest, we have to guess their sign. Yeah, Probably wrong ninety percent of the time and lose all our street cred. Yeah, I mean maybe. <laughs> um all right well let's let's wrap this thing up thank you so much mike for coming on um uh, and joining us we are nearly done with boy meets world but that's okay you still have us for a few more episodes and of course we're gonna have a season seven wrap up and a full series wrap up and all those fun shenanigans but catch us next week season seven episodes 19 and 20 we will talk to you all next time bye just ask shit 90 shows taught me